0: Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call
1: 1-800-858-858. Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow
0: predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good evening to the Friday night Betfair Edge. It's back. Spring Carnival. It's in the air. Group 1 Racing back in Melbourne. We've got uh, some good racing at Rose Hill too. And when the good racing's back, the Betfair Edge is back. Don't forget, you can trade markets and find better odds on this spring racing with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by the star from Betfair. He's a star from Essendon also. it has been tipping up a storm. He's a trial perv from way back. His name's Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy.
1: Great to be with you. It is back. It's it's not spring in the air today, but tomorrow, 18 degrees, Caulfield. Group one, I can't wait to get stuck into it. We've got plenty happening. The world of sport heating up. There's never a dull moment, mate.
0: No, there isn't. I'm excited this show's back. We get a little sneak peek into the weekend, and we can... Sort of find something. Essentially, with this show, we can find things back to lay too. Things that are overs so where we can just make a profit and then kick back and don't even have to worry about a result.
1: That's right. We can learn about the betfair exchange, mate. How to trade, how to play, whatever you might do. So, um, how to lay bets, You can do that as well. We'll have a lay each week. So,
0: yeah. Well, can't wait for it. when we set this show up, we are going to do a card of the week, and that'll be probably the feature uh, card. So this week it's going to be Corfield, uh, of course. We're going to have a Friday forecast, mate, which is the sure thing, the most at stake and a doomsday scenario for the Friday forecast. Yes. And we'll have our lay of the week. But we'll also, yeah, sort of give you a bit of a guide or do uh, essentially run through Betfair and how you can use it. And one thing I do want to run through today, and I'm doing this without notice because I think you're better cold, is I've got a lot of people uh, are messaging me that that took, and you'd know this from the Sunday Betfair Ed show, they've taken Lockie Neal on the brown low, and got a big position on Lockie Neal at a big price, same as what we've got Western Empire for the Cox Plate, but we'll get to that later. Um, And and they're texting me saying, do we cash out? What do we do? How do we go about it? And this is where you've got to come in. You can turn your position into uh, essentially a, a winnable position regardless of the result, can't you?
1: You can, so you can just click the pink button on Betfair Exchange, get the Brownlow Metal Market up. I'd probably wait until um, or maybe a week out from the Brownlow when liquidity is really strong and you can just hedge your bet. So you can either lay Locky Neal, head to the Brownlow Metal Predictor as well, Google that, and the Brownlow Metal Predictor will come up on the Betfair hub. You can find out the dangers. I think there's only two or well, three hopes. Well, three
0: Oliver the- now, they've given on the Betfair Brownlow Predictor, they gave Oliver two in the last round. Now, the Predictor goes three, two and a half, two, one and a half, one, point five. He's now closed on the predictor to within half a vote of Neil.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be so tight, um, as the Brownlow Meta predictor has it. Um, Clayton Oliver is $4.30 at the moment. Lockie Neil, $3.40. So those two look the key. Cripps, what a turnaround he had. He was suspended for two weeks, only two weeks ago, and he, he came out, He got put up to $500 in the Betfair market. People were trading him at $500, Fitzy, and then he got... Uh,
0: because he was rubbed out, and he then got 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 off, out, and he got off, and now he's back, back in.
1: in. <laughs> and now he's third favourite. It's amazing. That's unreal. If you, you laid him at the $400 or whatever, imagine, you'd be absolutely annoyed.
0: Imagine if he wins the the absolute uproar.
1: Someone would have laid him at 400 Bec- or five hundreds and suddenly he's, uh, he's $7.80. You'd be yeah, sick.
0: But... Do you think too? Like the AFL have come out afterwards and said we've got that wrong. They've said it's, they? it's yeah. Gil McLaughlin's on record as saying yeah that's that's not good. So uh, it he, on record, yeah, shouldn't have got, off. Yeah, shouldn't have should got have. off. yeah, oh, really. So I imagine if it. Oh, I, I think it's a two horse race. But if you have if you wanted to save, I mean, really, there's only two more outside of. I don't think Took Miller can win it, right? So I, I sort of. I've been talking to a few that have been messaging me about these positions. You can either go and back Oliver, Cripps and Brayshaw or you can lay Neil out and you just do the sums, especially if you've got, say you've had 100 at twenty sixes, you've got a 2,600 return. You don't need to go and have a lot on Oliver, Cripps and Brayshaw to cover, do you?
1: No, that's spot on. So you can do that. You can just hit the pink button. I'd probably not hit the pink button if you're in that position and lay Locky Neal. I'd rather back if you're around him and just build that book. Yep. Um, As you said, I think they're. I'm I'm actually really annoyed at myself. I've been banging on the angel brace. was so short for the last five or six weeks on our Brownlow show on SEN. And he's been a significant drifter. So he's $8 at the moment. He got into his lowest $3.20. So even when he was $3.20, I said lay him. you could have laid him at a three forty price, and I didn't. Silly enough, but um, I've backed Oliver. I'm on him at sixes. I'm on Neil at fours. So um, we're sitting okay at the moment.
0: Let's go to the uh, let's go to the premiership market. Why don't we do that? Um, and well, this is sort of half heating up too, isn't
1: it? Oh, who wins, mate?
0: the uh, well, the cats, <laughs> mate. I want to go back and find the audio because didn't we? We were talking about seventeen dollars. Where do they? Where did they peak at? Was it because we've done these Fair shows all year on Sunday, and we well, looked at it nearly every week?
1: They hit twenty-two.
0: I think we I think we went at seventeen and a halves, didn't we? And then again at 14s.
1: We ran through it, and yeah, it must have been early on in the year. But you said Geelong will be shorter at some point in the time than they were at fifteen dollars or whatever it was. So, um and that they're two ninety. Uh, well, they hit two ninety. So they're three dollars at the moment. They traded as long as twenty-two dollars. How's this, Fitzy? Sunday Sunday's match. Thirty thousand traded on Carlton to make the top eight at under a dollar thirty. Throughout the year, thirty thousand traded at under a dollar thirty on Carlton to make the eight. They hit as low as a dollar oh four, if you don't mind, to make the top eight. And the Bulldogs hit twenty two dollars on August sixth, I think it was, what so, did the,
0: to make the top eight. What did the Bulldog? Uh, what did uh, Collingwood hit at one point? Because I've got a mate who told who's a diehard Carlton supporter, and he said. When Collingwood, I think he might have even got him at eight fifty or nines.
1: They hit twenties.
0: Well, he went, no, I think he might have gone the nines. He said he cleaned up. Good betting. He Good said, betting. "What I have to do is Carlton are going to do the most Carlton thing ever." He was overseas at the time. He rang a mate and said, "Go and have two hundred and fifty <laughs> or three hundred bucks on." He was watching it in a cafe in Italy. Go and have three hundred <laughs> bucks on Collingwood because if Carlton loses from here, I'm going to be that devastated. And he's cleaned up. Like, he's Amazing. cleaned up. It. He's gone and had 300 at nines or tens or whatever it is. Amazing. Just so Good that right he's, he could actually be okay with it. But no one sent him a message. Jeez, disaster. <laughs> um, can we just also, because we go right around the country too, and we go right around the country on SE and track six till seven, we need an NRL market too because I'm all about spreading here. And NRL is just as important as AFL. I don't want to hear
1: you about you spreading, Fitzy.
0: Oh, mate, Please. <laughs> I th- well, all the listeners up there in Sydney and in Brisbane have just said, Miles, good on you, because I like to split. Because Brownie, Camlet, they all talk AFL all the time. We have to talk NRL as well. Panthers,
1: so- Panthers $2.32 at the moment, mate. Melbourne Storm $5.70, Cronulla Sharks nine twenty. What are you laughing at?
0: Oh, I'm just, Sam's in my ear I'm talking absolute smut now. And so <laughs> Not while I'm trying to talk, Sam, on bloody live radio. Right, have we got a premiership market there too, please?
1: Yeah, I just read that, mate.
0: Oh, sorry. Well, that's Thank you. Sam was uh, talking in my ear. <laughs> that's I, what that I was like. Me. I was waving him off, and I don't like doing that. But this, yeah. is
1: like, this is like Thursday or Friday with uh, Futures with Fitz when I – gave You, my Melbourne Cup predictions, and you said, What are you tipping for the Melbourne Cup?
0: Yeah, I know. I've done a David Taggett, <laughs> haven't I? Uh, we go into SEN Melbourne on a uh, six till seven uh, every Friday evening, and SEN track six till seven right around the country, too. Um, any other sport you quickly want to touch on before we jump to our first break and we'll come back on the other side and do our card of the week?
1: Yeah, well, let's get it. We've got uh, obviously, Caulfield and Rose Hill meetings, we'll touch on those. Great set of racing. Um, who wins the footy this week? Coming up next weekend, Brisbane two twelve, Richmond a dollar eighty eight. Fitzy at the Gabba, at the Gabba. Brisbane,
0: yes. they, oh, they respond after the touch up they got. Yep,
1: they're outsiders. Amazingly, I oh, know. But Melbourne. remember
0: that Brisbane Richmond game only two or three rounds ago, three weeks ago, or whatever yes. it was. Yeah, Brisbane yeah. coughed up the big lead. They won't. That won't happen again.
1: Melbourne a dollar fifty three, Sydney two dollars eighty four. Where's that? that? Where
0: Melbourne, is it? MCG. Oh yes. Oh, well. Sydney are desperate for a home prelim because if they get a home prelim, they can book their ticket through to the last day in September. If they, Sydney the one
1: that Melbourne last time
0: they played them too, if, yeah, but it was at the SCG.
1: No, it was it Melbourne?
0: Was it? Been,
1: I think I'm pretty sure they bet no. at
0: the G. We better check that. Someone check that. But Sammy can check that. We're I know talking. Sydney, and I know Sydney want a home prelim because if they're in a home prelim, they are playing off in a grand final. You do not want to play Sydney in a prelim. At the SCG. So, oh, look, I'm actually probably going to go with... Geez, Melbourne were impressive against Brisbane. I'm probably going to go with Sydney just. It was the MCG, right. Yeah, I'll go with Sydney just.
1: Sydney, big value there then.
0: Yep. Um, Geelong, Collingwood, you'll be with the Cats. Built the daylights out of them. Collingwood now get a reality check. They play against a team that's in form. Well, I'm going to go 1-39. to 39. They'll, they'll cop an absolute hiding, in Collingwood. One, you meant 39 plus. Whatever. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Gee win.
1: Right. Fremantle Dogs. Fremantle $1.53. Western Bulldogs two eighty four.
0: dollars uh, Fremantle win that.
1: There you go. I think we're all on the same page there. I'm probably with Melbourne. I think they last round. Were really That's enormous. the
0: game. But, gee, Sydney, they, are, they will be. They'll throw everything at this. Absolutely yeah. everything because this to them could mean a, this is a grand final match. If they win this match, they play in a granny.
1: Yeah, it's as simple it's, as that. It Could be like that. So um, yeah, huge match. I can't yeah, and you do round. not,
0: you don't want to meet, you don't want to meet Sydney at the SCG in a prelim, and that's why the big horse. He'll throw everything at this. Hey, um,
1: just just on that real quickly, you can actually trade during these matches. Trade on the premiership market in on betfair.com.au. So you can actually do that. If Sydney go up by four goals, they'll shorten in the premiership market. You can lay off either way. So it's another way of just betting live on matches almost and trade out.
0: And if you want some education too, I'll keep telling people this, message me directly. Um, You just go to the Betfair Hub. There's, There's every tool that you need there, videos, you name it, on the Betfair Hub to give you an idea. But it's about finding an edge. That's why this show is called the Betfair Edge. And if you think that when sides get up, and uh, and uh, there's no chance for the grand final or no chance to win it. Go and lay them. Get a position. Turn a green book, as they say. Hey, Tommy, let's jump to our first break on the Friday Night Betfair Edge. The first one for the spring. On the other side of this, we look at our card of the week at Caulfield. Plenty more to come.
1: Friday Night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow Predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds
0: at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Find better odds on AFL finals at Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you. Joined by Tom Haylock, the star from Betfair. And you know what it's time for? You know what it's time for, Tommy? It's time. Hey, you got to For our card of the week. Know, know when, when to older. Older. Know when to walk away. No card of the week. Never at Caulfield, when we're sitting at the table. Righto. Card of the week out. time. Jeez, that gets me in the mood, that, doesn't it? When the deal <laughs> is <For done>. what? <laughs> The card of the week. Right what you get you in the mood for, Fitzzy? Oh, shut up, mate. Uh, for gambling. Gamble responsibly, of course. one 800 858 858 Right, let's go to Caulfield. Stop it. Let's go to Caulfield. Was, we're in the family time slot here. I didn't say anything, <laughs> yeah, it's up, oh. mate. Let's go to Caulfield. We'll kick it away. We're on a soft seven there. Now, what's look, the weather in Melbourne throughout Friday's been a little bit showery, I take it. You'll fi- <laughs> you'll find out soon, mate.
1: I can't wait to Yeah, I'm over there soon.
0: Monday. Get into it, mate. We're talking races here.
1: Sorry, mate. Yeah, it has been. Um <laughs> it's been it's a soft seven at the moment. It has been a bit wet. Probably more rain than forecast. Uh, eighteen degrees. Tomorrow and it will be a beautiful day, um, nice and warm. So hopefully we get to a, a six, maybe on the firmer side of a seven. Fitzy, the track uh, rail and true, all about the wind at Caulfield as well. I'm expecting the track to play pretty fair.
0: All righty, let's go to race number one on the card. Benchmark seventy eight over two thousand metres, and uh, this is wide. This is wide open. Um, I'm not even sure whether or not I really want to play here. Um, the 9 American Angel wasn't bad last start. Spanish Tides has been thereabouts. Research you can never count out. That's a big quote too. Even fifth position, I'd be maybe even looking at backing fifth position to run a place, the number two.
1: Storm King goes into the race as favourite 50. And Spen Brisbane, really good young trainer from England. Um, he's 4.40. Storm King, American Angel, 50. $5.20. Really tough race, as you said, and probably um, not a race I'm too keen to play on. A few last start winners and a few first or a couple first up. So, um, yeah, nothing from me, really, in the first.
0: Uh, let's move to race number two at Caulfield and we get a bit better. Benchmark 90 over the 1,400 metres and Lady of Honour is your current favourite here. It's another one probably to start the day that's tough enough, I would have thought. The Ben and J.D. Hayes run has been well supported early. I think Bam's on fire, can't be ignored either. Uh, Maybe even the eight groovy kind of love, but not a race I'm really all that keen to play in, Tommy.
1: Sir Lemur over from Sydney uh, scratched early, so pretty hard to beat. Yeah, yeah, Lady of Honour, Jake Noonan on Ben and J.D. Hayes barrier three, gets that nice car, 54 kilos. Um, Bams on Fire has got to concede a big weight. She's been well-supported. Bams on Fire at the moment um, in early markets, $12 on Betfair. Again, a, not a huge race, betting race for me. Um, I think Saigon's got a chance, just needs a bit of luck from uh, Barrier 8 there. But a yeah, tricky start to the program at Caulfield. Really good analysis to, to work out how the track's going to play because you've got a 2,000-metre race to start off with, then a 1,400-metre race. Tempo will be key, but um, good to see track pattern early in these two races.
0: We get a race three, which is the 1400 again, benchmark 78 this time. Pasquero has to be respected, but I think there's two or three you can play here at value. Seven Pasquiero, the 11 El Rocco, you're going to get six or sevens or better, and the 14 Cardinal Gems, still sixes or sevens. Probably three little nibbles for me at this stage on the 7, 11 and, 15, uh, 7, 11 and 14. I can't really split them, but um, it just sort of depends on pattern. maybe which one out of those three I lean to.
1: Cardinal Jem's going really well, obviously. Um, Beat place of gold, two back in June, and then July um, ran really well. Behind Aaron Bay, I think, um, brings really good form to this. Just drawn awfully here from the 1,400 metre start, barrier 18. Jordan Childs is a good jockey. He's ridden this horse three back. Um, Yeah, I think if he can get any luck from that barrier, Cardinal Jem is the horse to beat, but, yeah, tricky from out
0: there. Uh, Let's go to race number four over the 1,400 again, and, uh, it's the third 1,400 metre race in a row. Uh, I've only got two, really, I've got in marked in here. One is the nine, Gentleman Roy, and then the two, Buffalo River. I think Buffalo River's way over the odds here. This is a horse that's um, got an unbelievable track record. Two wins, three seconds, and a third from seven starts. Uh, It's one, four from eight in the soft and two from four in the heavy. So if there's any more rain, it can handle the sting out of the ground. I mean, I would have thought that even sort of that sort of two forty or better price at a place is probably the go. So Buffalo River and Gentleman Roy at this stage for me.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there, Buffalo River. His form's not bad. He hasn't won for a few starts, but he's been running in group three. He's listed group two. He was only beaten by Bruce side and I'm Superman by half-length last start. This is better. He gets a wet track. He's an absolute swimmer, Buffalo River. He gets control here. He can lead. I'm with you. I think he's the horse to beat. He'll just be hoping the track doesn't dry out and the rain sticks around because he's an absolute mudlark. When he gets control, as you said, he's got a great record at his track and distance. In the wet, he'll be hard to beat.
0: Let's go to the HDF McNeil Stakes, race number five here, mate. And uh, what a race this is. And I think it's got Godolphin written all over it. People keep saying aft cabin. I would have thought it's aft cabin because it's aft cabin is the forward and Art, like the aft on a boat. Like oh, the,
1: I couldn't tell you, mate.
0: Yeah, so aft was- cabin... For Jamie Carr and James Cummings, I mean, this thing won like an absolute good thing last start. Definitely on top. I'm not ruling out Dormier, um, and I'm also not ruling out Jacano. So they're going to be my numbers 12, 1, and 6. I mean, Dormier for the Freedmans here, 2 from 3 at the track, 1 from 2 at the trip. I know it's never been on a soft deck, but you'd think that this horse would handle it. This three year old Colt's going places. So, um, I mean, already a Group 1 winner. I'm just sticking around Godolphin here, maybe a tiny nibble on Jacquinot. You?
1: Aft might be your Adelaide accent there with the graph, Mate, and the dance. Mate, no one says
0: odd the aft side of a boat. I mean, fair <laughs> thinking. Unbelievable. Um,
1: what do we make? Aft Captain's a, a really fascinating horse. He's coming back from 1,400 metres to 1,200 drawn inside. That's the query, and that's probably the biggest query. I'm questioning the two-year-old autumn form, Fitzy, and we've seen horses like um, Lady Laguna run last week out of the slipper. We've seen a few others, uh, Queen of the Bull, um, A couple of others, Revolutionary Miss, that have failed since and been beaten by Spacewalk and the newcomers. Aft Cabin is that newcomer. He's got great form. What he did last start at Sandman was enormous. Um, Ran some really good splits. Did it very easy. Jamie Carr just needs to angle him off the fence at the right time. The market's going to be really interesting, but he has firmed already throughout the week, Aft Cabin. I think he's the best horse in this race there to win. He's ready to go. He's got the fitness edge. Um, just risking Dormier a little bit um, because of that query on these two-year-olds to three-year-olds. Trolled up okay at Flemington. Lincoln Square was a good debut winner. just went really slowly there, Fitzy. They went 11, 11 lengths slower than benchmarks of the 600. Um, just had all favours. So that's a little bit query little query. if you're, you're keen on Lincoln Square. But gets control and, and leads. But Aft Cabin for me, despite the drop back in trip.
0: Yep, we're similar there. Let's go to race number six. It's the McCafe Stakes over the 1100. Some horses we've seen plenty of. In the boat, Oxley Road, Generation, not an option, Star Patrol. I'm actually going towards the two latter ones. I think Star Patrol and Generation are the two. I'm probably happy maybe just to risk in the boat first up. I just, look, I know it's almost done nothing wrong, but um, I'm probably happy just from that draw a little bit too. Generation's drawn inside. Um, Star Patrol's drawn wider, but I just think it's the best horse in the race. I think this is a proper horse, so... I'm around the 10 and the, th- and the three. I think the next two are obviously In the Boat and Oxley Road. But don't rule out, really, if you're going in a quarter and you want to go wide, not an option. And Red Can Man, Sean McGrady over from WA to ride this horse, just to ride this horse. Believe that or not. And this is a horse that's also run behind God Has Chosen over there, run behind Elite Street over there a couple of times. I mean, really good form line. So it uh, wouldn't surprise me, but, yeah, definitely only two here.
1: Um. Yeah, what it, Star Patrol in the Creswick, they got off and came out and said that horse didn't actually love that soft seven. So that's a big query for me, Star Patrol. I'm with you. I'm laying, um, in the boat. Just one Packenham, not one Packenham. One Warnable synthetic jump out. Um rolls forward. Just needs to be fit, especially with the sting out. He's yet to face a Heavy track, and he's obviously a really good dry tracker. What he did in the discovery was fantastic. But I'm um, all about generation here. One of my best bets on the program, Fitzy. Um I, I loved his trial. He went straight past away game in a recent trial at Cranbourne. It was an enormous trial. I think he's here to win. His John Barrier too? It's a perfect run in transit behind the speed. I loved his trial. Just everything ticks over perfectly for him. There's a couple of queries on the others is um, won first up 1,200 metres last campaign. And, um, yeah, just from that Barry, he's uh, one of the better bets on the program, as I said, generation.
0: Let's go to race seven. This is the Cockram over the 1,200 metres, and it's all about passive-aggressive here. And, jeez, the market have come too. The picket fence is going up. Graham Begg's come out and said it's probably, one, if not, the best horse he's ever had. His four-year-old oh, Fastnet Rock.
1: Has he said that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sure, said... That's I'm... a big call. Yeah, huge call. But, 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 but. I've, uh, well, I said... In March, well, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. I talked about one horse in the Cerise and White. I also came out in, what, April, May and June and said uh, the stable to watch for the spring and the horses to watch for the spring are the Cerise and White. So I've got to follow that the whole way through. 950 is a ridiculous price for Graceful Girl. Ridiculous. This horse has got a good first up record. Five from five at the trip, Graceful Girl. And mind you, this is a horse that uh in WA has gone and got it done in behind elite street as well it's rolled a few of them like stage man i'm not letting i'm not declaring it i'm just saying 950 is ridiculous and so is kiss on all four cheeks that chris Parnham over to ride this one horse
1: you and for your Nick WA Ryan. horses you Mate, love these well,
0: horses well people don't respect the form two from three <laughs> on the soft kiss on all four cheeks one win in 3 seconds from four starts and first up it's one and run second twice so those two are definitely overs but mind you i've got passive aggressive well and truly on top
1: Passive-aggressive, 222 currently on barefoot.com. Short. That's
0: very short. Oh.
1: I'd be more inclined to lay at that price, Fidzy. No, no, no,
0: no, no! don't, like, don't no, lay. Don't, whatever no, you all... do, lay like, passive-aggressive.
1: Well, I think you can get better than the 230, so um, it might be the early player to lay it and get better later. Um, I think Isotope's a huge chance here. I'm going for those horses off Queensland runs early campaigns. They've been there. They haven't got their woolly coats. It's been a cold wet winter in Melbourne and, and Sydney. These horses, early on campaign, off Queensland runs, though we had that fitness edge. Yeah, you like the horses. residual fitness, don't you? Isotope's one of those. I think she's a really good horse. She goes well fresh. Um, she's a major player for me, and and I'd be more inclined to lean Isotope over passive-aggressive. Coming off a Pakenham win, obviously a, a, a debut win on a tight-turning track, but Pakenham, Flemington straight, Flemington straight runs. Now it gets to Caulfield soft track. Just a little query for me at that price. I know very good horse, passive-aggressive, but... Graham Begg, he trained horses like Secret Admirer and All songs. Mate, he's coming cool. out. Oh, he's coming out during the, the city, week. Said, around with guineas.
0: Mate, he's, I'm telling you, he said it's one of the best he's ever put us. Secret
1: Admirer on. was one of my favourite horses. One on Epsom Flight Stakes.
0: Um, and, I I'm just passive aggressive at two twenty. the great words of Mickey Grantham from WA. That's, that's overs, over. Man. That's over. That's over. I what have said, Yeah, have yeah, oh, Mickey
1: Grantham. It's clearly not over. Yeah,
0: it's over. But I'll just keep an eye on Graceful Girl and Kiss on all four checks throughout the spring, like I said. Right now. This is it. I'll get, um, This is it. This is a group one. This is the Memsie over the 1,400 race number eight. What a race this is. Thunderstruck, Cascadian, Alligator Blood, Western Empire. Uh, what else have you got in here? Lightsaber, Alation, a Snap Snapdancer. This is jam-packed full of talent. But we've also got one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've got 10 out of the field that are first up, Tommy. Now... Once again, I said it uh, in well, I said it last year that this horse um, can win a Cox Plate. I said it in January, February, March, April, May that you need to back him. I said he's one of the best in the country, and he is. I'm not declaring him this start, but I have to go with him all spring because he'll win a Group One. Western Empire, Damien Lane, Danny O'Brien. You go back to the railway. He was absolutely enormous, just had the whip waved at him. He then went to the Kingston Town, only got beaten by Regal Power, um, and Regal, and he had a bad back. He was injured that day and still and still ran second. He's come over here. They've taken their time with him. He's won from two first up. He's got a great record at the trip. The only query is going to be the soft enough deck and the draw. So I'm not declaring him. I've got to be with him. But if you don't back him, you can back the two. Cascadian, this horse is airborne. There's no horse trialling better in Australia. Um Cascadian, uh, you're going to get 8 or $9 about him. You can back him all each way all day. So they're the two for me. Round them out. Snapdancer, elation uh, for mine.
1: So you, you, 12 out of the 14 are first up by the way, Fitzy. Good oh, counting. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, A lot snap, are. Snapdancer leads from Tefane Probably kicks up from that inside. Barry Coulson and Mav can have pressure from out wide. I've got a Tommy two play here Fitz. We need a stinger for this, the Tommy Two play. Well, that's what I've done. So, anyway you go. Cascadian um, and snap dancer for me, I'm going one back marker, one front runner. Um, snap dancer works across leads, controls the tempo. I'm, I love that profile. another horse of a Queensland run. she's there to win. Not many of these will be here to win I because she's primed up for the minute snap dancer. I think this is a, a big target of hers. In really good hands. I loved her trial at Warwick Farm recently. It was a really good piece of work. She'll put herself into the race and be really, really hard to run down, especially if she's there to win, which I think she is. Cascadian, as you said, trailing, be, trial better than Animo the other day. Went straight past Animo on a trial. Oh was an oh, absolute yeah. enormous Super. trial. Two trials this time in have been outstanding. He's going better than ever. If it was at Flemington, I'd declare him. Caulfield, just a little concern he'll be back near last and might need luck. But Tommy Play for me, I'm laying... Three horses in this race if I'm playing um, Fitzy. I've got three, I'm laying. Elation, just the awkward barrier for me, could be a star, but um, I know you're against him as well. Well, it's not Uh, not here,
0: I don't think it's here to win this. You've got bigger fish to fry.
1: It'll follow the same path as I'm thunderstruck and head to a golden eagle. Um, So exactly the same campaign as uh, I'm Thunderstruck to the Golden Eagle. Alligator blood drawn inside, but fitness query for me, we'll need breaks at the right time. And I'm Thunderstruck heading to a cox plate, probably not here to win. We'll get back and and run on. Elation went better than uh, I'm Thunderstruck in a trial. I know I'm Thunderstruck's more of a race day horse, but I could lay three horses in this race and back Cascadian a snap dancer and it could be either make or break for me. Um, If one of those three I'm laying wins and um, don't contact me Saturday night, mate.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Cascadian... Uh, absolutely, That's the overs. That's yeah. over. Cascadians <laughs> overs. Cascadians <laughs> overs, but I just I've had a, many many texts about Western Empire, so I want to say this today. I'm going to say it tomorrow, right? I've declared him as my horse of the spring. I've declared him as one of the best in the country, but by no means am I declaring him first up at Caulfield from Gate Twelve on potentially a sting out of the track deck. So I have to follow him all spring. I have to. I have
1: you to. Did, you, if backed in futures markets, mate, you can, yep. if he wins, you, you win anyway because he'll shorten. Correct.
0: Right? So I just, I, it's, I'm not declaring him today, but I just have to follow him. Right, race nine. We've got to be half sharp here. I was running out of time, Tommy. This is a pretty good race ahead of uh, Look, Jimmy the Bear has to be respected. I'm not really going to play here. I want to be field. But look, Delphi, Jimmy the Bear, a misery, no effort, probably quickly.
1: Nothing for me, really, in this yep. race. Tough. Jimmy the Bear's a winner, flying. But, yeah, he'd probably, um, he's probably on top for me in a tough race.
0: That's our card of the week. When we come back on the other side of this, we're going to do our, well, lay of the day. We're going to go around the grounds and look at uh, Rose Hill, maybe one at Morfittville, and then we've still got our Friday forecast to come. Plenty more to come on the Friday night Betfair Edge, all thanks to Betfair. And Betfair's Brownlow predictor has picked the past three winners, get informed, and find better rods at Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Friday Night fair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow Predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday Night bet fair Edge. You can find better odds on AFL Finals at Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. As we now look, well, we look elsewhere. So we do our card of the week. But do you know what happens when we look elsewhere, Tommy? Time for around the grounds. Yeah. Bit of Daft Punk to get you up and about. On a f- for those that are on their way to Revolver already in Melbourne, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Bit early.
1: See Fitzy soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I'll see you there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's got a reserve booth. Uh. Uh. Righto, around the grounds, mate. We've got good racing. We'll probably have to go to Rose Hill first. I would have thought, mate. We've got the San Dominico, the up and coming. Um, do you want to go? Do you want to? What do you want to go to the up and coming first? Nah, I no, I want to
1: do it in race book order. Race two for me. One of my oh. better bets in the program. <laughs> nah. No. I'm taking over. Uh, Frumos, um, moral beaten last start. Oh, potential Group One was my horse this year. Best mare. bet
0: last start.
1: Yeah, Bowman copped a bit of. Flat off it, uh, off the ride, but it was more the track. It was an absolute like, joke of a track, but um, should have won. I think she wins here. She started $1.90 there. I, I had her marked about a $1.50, $1.60 there. It was vomit track pattern. Last one. So Bowman Sticks, I think um, she's clearly the horse to beat. I'll be having something Artie Zora as well from the same race. It was that day you had to be on the fence. Artie Zora was two off the fence um, and worked home quite nicely. Tried well before that, so if she's not flat second up, I think Artie Zora can run a place. But um, Premos just wins race two there, I think.
0: Uh, look, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I just thought maybe the quote's going to be a fraction short. Uh, cause, geez, it made me feel ill last time when it was a best mm. bet. I had plenty on.
1: I think I think she's a group one horse.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Definitely a lot better than that grade. Where do you want to go next? Do you like anything race three? You're leaving that alone?
1: Nothing till race seven, probably. Fire probably wins race six, but race well, seven. Yeah, race yep. six
0: for me. I'll go there. Is uh, the number five fire? Willie Piker aboard, drawn perfectly. Hawks team goes third up in this. I don't think there's anything in here to beat it. Uh, I, I just it's don't. Awful race, really. It, yeah, I just race. don't. So it, it's an awful race, and I think the, I think this is this is as good a thing as that's anywhere. I mean, it ran in behind Chain of Lightning, which is down in Melbourne. That had uh, fifty-four. Kilos chain of lightning in the market in a lot better race than this. So, I mean, this, yeah, that's just wins. Now we'll go to race seven.
1: Race seven, really fascinating race this for the spring. We've got two internationals here that could be really nice horses. Waterford down the bottom, um, second campaign here in Australia, caught eyes when one at Roke Farm beat Headliner, who's a, a nice horse. Keep an eye on this, priced on Spruke more than anything and hype, but um, really could be a really good horse. Heading places, eligible for az- easier races. So, the fact that he's here. Is a big push. Um, There's also Kalapur, who, uh, similar profile actually, won first up in Australia, created an impression and came from well back there and then um, just got through that heavy track, just probably too wet, put away. Trialling up okay. Big watch on Arnakur as well. So really good race. Not too keen to play. Maybe Waterford on top from Kalapur.
0: Yeah, not not much there for me. Uh, We go to race number eight, the up and coming. Oh, geez, he's tough. Who do you like here, mate? Mate, I reckon... Look, Conqueror deserves to be favourite. I think Voldemort.
1: You, you'll get a you'll get a guide straight on Annika because Arniker runs the start prior, yep. and Anika came out and was enormous behind um, in front of Conqueror winning there. So, if he performs, Conqueror is going to be even shorter. But
0: pretty short at the moment. I, I'm I, I keep going back to the well every time this. I can't let this horse keep going around at massive prices because I rate it right, and it's Voldemort. Now I'm rating it on the last prep. Now it's done nothing this prep, right? It's run seventh and eighth, but I don't think it's really had conditions to favor. If you go back and it does something like it did in that in, in behind Voldemort, which is back in um last prep, it ran second behind Similian Oh, oh, it'll it'll spook up. I, I've just got to mention it every week. It's going to be seventy or eighty bucks, right? Just so it's Annabelle Nisham. yeah, mate. and it'll win at some if, point.
1: But I tell you what, if Annabelle Nation trained a WA horse, you would lose your mind.
0: Oh, brain would explode. <laughs> <laughs> brain um, would explode.
1: <laughs> um, I'm querying that heavy, heavy two-year-old form, obviously from the autumn. So that's my query there. I'm um, with Caboo here. I thought he did enough. First up, outside lead on that day. You had to be on fence. I thought he was okay there. He warmed up. Up to this trip, 1,300 metres now. Second up, added fitness, fairer track, 53 kilos. He's got good pattern. I like the fact he's drawn wide. He can roll forward, control the race. And he's the horse to beat for me. Conqueror's got to be in the chance. Yeah, has to be. might be the best value for me. Right.
0: Let's go to race number nine, the San Domenico. And, uh, well, I think we already spoke about this a little bit during the week. But Tommy, two play for me. Five, Natuno. I'll let you explain why. Um... And we've we're all been there. And then Spacewalk. I mean, if it ran straight last start, it absolutely bolted in. Uh, it's just got a little bit to learn. This horse is going places. Uh, keep an eye on me. He's an exosphere cult. He's superb. Best of Bordeaux, I think, has got bigger fish to fry. Uh, I'm just not sure whether or not they'll they'll have this horse absolutely wound up, ready to go here. Coolmore have purchased off Aquis, of course. I mean, you've got to include it in your quality numbers. But I'm going to be five and nine and then maybe save the one. But definitely a Tommy Two play for me. That's it.
1: Yeah, so Naturno for me, Naturno and Best of Bordeaux, I've got marked, I've probably got Best of Bordeaux marked shorter, but whether he's that short or not, that's the query for me. He trialed really well, but he trialed against Stayers. So the margin and the the style of his trial was probably reflected in the price rather than the actual horses he beat. He beat horses like Montefilia in that trial. It was an enormous win. Coolmore owned um, James McDonald on board. He's got an affiliation with Coolmore. Best of Bordeaux. Clearly good horse, but he's only been beaten by one horse, and that was Fireburn, who was an absolute star. Again, comes through that slipper form, which I'm still querying a little bit, and that's why I probably can't get him down to that, that shortest. He is. Natuno, obviously, done nothing wrong. I think he's an absolute star. He's had two trials and one jump out. He's just throwing his head around, but I like the fact Bowman goes on with his soft hands, drawn well, can get a smother there. There's enough speed. Vester do can cross him. I think they'll go at an even clip, and, and that'll help his, um, his probably – pattern and manners a bit, and um, yeah, I can't let him go around. I think he'll win a Golden Slipper, or Golden Rose, sorry, if he can settle. That's the query. He just needs to settle.
0: Yep. Uh, do you have anything in race 10? Because my numbers are eight, three, two, and 4, just to mention, for those that are I, playing a quaddie.
1: I couldn't believe some places went up a um, huge price on um, Dajran, who's trialling really well. Good horse, this Dajran, and he went up a stupid price. I can back him something that wins triple the place or something like that. He's trialing really nicely. Interesting, he trialed over 1,209 metres, and now he's back to 1,200 metres. I'm gonna, um, yeah?
0: I'll add him yeah. to my quaddy, I reckon.
1: You've got to have him in the quaddy. He's a really good horse, but Shades of Rose, clearly the horse to beat. So something to win triple the place, dash run, and you can save Shades of Rose or however you want to play that. I think they're the two horses there.
0: Right. I know you probably haven't gone anywhere else, but let's go to a best bet at Morfordville. We'll go race two, number two, Golden Crusader. Mick Price and Michael Kent, Jr., This horse, uh, one last start at Sandown. Before that, really unlucky at Bendigo over the mile. Uh, It's an import for the ATB colours. You're going to get a lot better than even money, uh, and he is the best bet at Morfordville. And, look, haven't really quite finished Belmont yet, but I'll have Terry Layton on the Saturday morning show tomorrow morning to discuss that. Just haven't had enough time to get to Belmont at this stage. But anything else before we go to a break or... On the other side of this, we're going to have our lay of the day. We're going to have our Friday forecast and our bests. Yeah, so, that's good to me, Anything else around the grounds? No? Not at the moment. No. All right. Break time on the Friday night Betfair Edge. And trade markets and find better odds this spring racing with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge, all thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on AFL finals uh, at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Uh, Tommy, it's that time of the show. We've got a few things to get through here. So, what we're going to start with is we're going to start with our lay of the weekend. Rotto, our lay of the weekend, Tommy. What have you got for us?
1: Oh, I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. Oh. I'm I'm laying three horses in one oh. race. <laughs> this is big. But you're mitigating risk if you, they all can't win. So you're mitigating risk. So Here laying we three three horses in the Memsey. Right. alation, Alation. yep, Alligator Blood, and I'm Thunderstruck. So wow, taking them all, taking them
0: all. Oh. Yep, that is bang bang bang. You're putting a you know what on the chopping block.
1: Yeah, so hopefully one of those don't win. It's hard enough getting one one lay, right? But, um, yeah, why not? Why
0: Gosh, not? Uh, now, mine, I'm going to go... <laughs> oh, this is unfair. I could have gone somewhere <laughs> then. I could have gone somewhere then, and I'm going to leave it oh, alone.
1: Lucky the gambler's not playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> A uh,
0: race six, number four, in the boat. I'm going to lay this. Oh, look, I know this horse can get up and do it on speed. He's going to have to cross from 10. I just query, like you said... Just with the one, the lead up into this, uh, I think Generation Star Patrol, um, not an option. I think those for all those three can win. I got Star Patrol on top and Generation. I'm going to back both of them. So I'm happy to lay in the boat at that quote right now. We go from our lay of the day. Now we go to Tommy. This is where we do our Friday forecast. It's Friday. Then. It's, Friday, it's Friday, this is our Friday forecast. Oh yeah. Tunage, righto. This is where we do our sure thing, our most at stake and our doomsday scenario for the weekend. So it can be anything, but since we're starting with the racing and we may as well start with the racing here and I'm not all that keen on doing the sure thing here on the racing. But anyway, I'm going to let you kick it away, your sure thing for the weekend.
1: Well, sure thing is that Sky Channel will be pushing the Oscar You'll hear it about 4,000 times in the next <laughs> three days. Um, <laughs> Frumos for me um, in... Race two in Sydney, Rose Hill,
0: race two, number two, Frumos. I'm going to go, I was really thought about fire up there, but I just thought a little bit short, so I've just taken a little bit of a risk, um, even though we're calling it a short thing, but I've gone race two, number two at Morfittville Parks, Golden Crusader. I think it's the best horse in the race. It'll jump, it'll lead, it's fit, uh, and I just don't think any of them can get anywhere near it. Uh, It's going places. So race two, number two, Golden Crusader. All right, most at stake for the weekend.
1: Uh, no stinger this for this? No. No, um, it's all Friday forecast. <laughs> most at stake elation for me taking on the big boys here. He's gone from um, a couple of Corfield oh, I'm sorry, a couple of Morphville runs. So he's stepping up massively from a listed race, beat Hop on Harry last time we saw him. This is a big rising class and he's gotta have the most at stake.
0: I agree with you, but really he's got bigger fish to fry. Like I mean, first up, does he have the most like if he underperforms, we're not are you riding him off then?
1: Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. A little bit depends well, on circumstances and stuff. But this is his is, this is acid test. Right? Well,
0: funnily enough, my most at stake is in the same race. Alligator Blood. They've fought. They've changed ownership for this horse to race in the spring. They've done everything they can. Uh, if this horse comes at, like in Melbourne for the spring, goes straight into a Group One and goes nowhere, everyone will go. Well, hang on a minute. Um, so I reckon the ownership team and uh, Alligator Blood have got the most at stake.
1: Can I can I add two more? Head of state in Sydney abs, could absolutely be gone. This horse. Don't forget, he beat Profondo two starts back in two, three starts ago in a gloaming. Could be absolutely gone. He ran last, beaten out of sight last time we saw him. So D day for him. Um, that'll do.
0: Yep. All right, now, let's go to our Doomsday scenario. Dare I say this? Touchwood. Now Doomsday. What is the what's what's a disaster on the weekend?
1: Doomsday scenario. Um, Can you go first? Because I've just temporarily forgotten mine. I will.
0: I've declared the Cerise and White uh, the stable to follow. I've declared Western Empire as my horse for the spring. Now, if he loses here, that's not the doomsday scenario. But I just want him to get through unscathed from Caulfield in a group one. So I just want him to have a nice run and to get through. I'm clearly going to be backing him because I think he's one of the best in the country. I've got him for the Cox Plate. But uh, I just need him to get through this and have a nice little run. The doomsday scenario is if he doesn't. So that's I'm really nervous. I just want him to get through his first up run. In the east is Western Empire for me.
1: Mine is Natuno overdoing it and failing miserably. Racing way too keen, fails miserably, runs tail end of the field and gets pulled out of the spring.
0: All righty. We now go in. We've got two and a half left. We now go into our best of the weekend. I think you're going to like this. I think you're going to like this money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I'd love like to see you wiggle, wiggle. wiggle for sure. Make you want to dribble, dribble. You know. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. Righto. It best jiggle. bets of the weekend. <laughs> a little bit of Louis Thoreau rapping. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is your new favourite show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always was, mate. Always
0: right- was. <laughs> Righto. What are we doing? Best.
1: Uh, I, I talk about Fremos, but race two, number two, Fremoss, my best. I'm pretty keen on the Tommy 2 play um, Snapdance and Cascadian in the Memzi.
0: Uh I've got a few handful I think Frumos agree with you at Rose Hill. I think Fire, race six, number five. They're both short enough. If they're both short enough too, I might just multi the two together. Um, Morfordville, race two, number two, Golden Crusader. And then if we go to Caulfield, I think the best two in the race, in their respective races are race five, number 12, aft cabin, uh, and race seven, number seven, passive aggressive. I think the best value anywhere has to be Cascadian. We both agree on that. You're going to get 8 or $9 at an each way price. So I'm... Um, that's probably the best value anywhere. So that just gotta is.
1: see how the track's playing as well, because obviously yep. if they're not making ground, it's gonna be hard for him.
0: Correct. Um, and so yeah, it is gonna be hard for him. But yeah, the horse is trialing like a superstar, mate. We're in the last minute of our first show back, and guess what? We get to do this in the same studio next week.
1: How good, mate? Face you. to face. Lucky you. Face you to know. face. It's going to be the best week ever for you. <laughs> might even take you out for dinner
0: Tuesday night. You are taking me out for dinner Tuesday night. You've already booked. I've never had a bloke ring me so many times and checking your time for a booking, mate. I'm a, Oh come on, mate. I'm from the country. Like yeah, I'm in. Like I'm.
1: West, if Western Empire wins, your shout,
0: oh, mate. If Western Empire wins, no one's going to want to hear me for. I'm, I'm telling you, a week.
1: <laughs> I might not come. I might. Make I, you don't want to be around me him. next
0: week if he wins. If he oh, comes okay. out and brains him here, I take. That's one bloke you don't want to be around in Australia.
1: Let's <laughs> just stay clear,
0: please. <laughs> hey, uh, that's what we've got time for. Don't forget you can go to the Betfair Hub to learn everything. Don't forget you can follow Tommy or myself on Twitter and or Instagram for quaddies and best bets right throughout the weekend. And SE and track, of course. Find better odds on AFL finals at Betfair. And the Brownlow Predictor has picked the last three winners. Gamble responsibly. Call one 800 858 Tommy, we'll see you same time, same place next week. Can't wait, mate. Thank you. Gamble responsibly. We'll see you again same time, same place next week.